0: Hey, podcast nation! On today's episode of the JW Audio Experience, I talk advocating for the consumer instead of manipulating the consumer in 2020. Enjoy. Hot, 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 hot. hot. Three, two, one. And once again, we are L-I-V-E here, folks. L-I-V-E. I want to say shout out to Frankie Russo of 360IA. 360IA. uh, We were supposed to see you on November 3rd. Something happened, came up on election day or the day before election day, I couldn't remember. I, I didn't see an email from Natalie on my email, and I apologize. I really hope that we can reconnect. Frankie Russo, he's the leader of 360IA. They have a three-year growth rate of 5,826%. Their industry software, The location, is in Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, they were founded in 2015. They have 51 to 200 employees Uh, And Frankie Russo is the owner of Russo Capital and a bunch of other things that he's flourishing in. And their growth has just been phenomenal. As I said, 5,826% for Frankie Russo and 360IA, which is the number 50 on the Fortune 5000 fastest growing companies in America. So congratulations to 360IA and Frankie Russo. Uh, He's on LinkedIn as Frankie Russo, Instagram as Frankie Russo, and you can find them on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So, uh, if you can please go take a look at them and what they're doing. They're doing great things in the software field and beyond, even in Russo Capital and other ventures. So, uh, let's get together, Frankie. I look forward to sh- hearing your story and per- and so forth, and possibly sharing a little bit of what Weirman Media does and what I- my story is and background is and why I'm so interested. In getting to know you. So uh, at the end of the day, I want to say, you remember, it's never right, it's never wrong. It is simply our perspective. So on today's episode of the JW Audio Experience, the second episode of today, I'm going to keep leaning into the shorter form content, 20-minute shows or less, and then doing two to three of them a day. Um, on today's episode, I'm going to talk about why it is so important to be an advocate for the consumer and understanding That the consumer is manipulated a majority of the time. So it's crucial once you understand that advocating for the consumer is so powerful, it is so powerful. At the end of the day, because you want to start to re- learn and realize that the consumer is addicted to speed and their time poor mentality forces them to be manipulated. So let's lean into the consumer in 2020. If you look at Harvard Business Review and Harvard's Reviews Journal and some of the concepts Harvard talks about, the consumer in 2020 has been time, is time poor. We spend our time, all the majority of our time, trying to make money. And in turn, we lose our time, but we gain money. And then we overspend our money, live beyond our means, and then we try and use the leftover money or we try and use the money we earned to buy back time to do the things we love. It's reverse, So we need to reverse engineer that and start to audit and inspect that. So once you realize that we're addicted to friction-free living, which is speed, humans naturally like to take the route of least resistance. This all correlates, what I'm saying here correlates to speed and it's going to correlate to advocating for the consumer. Because if I'm a business in 2020 or a corporation that is just manipulating you on the front end or the or manipulating the consumer to collect your dollar or money, I am not meeting my business social responsibility or my corporate social responsibility. And it becomes a manipulation game and a game of ethics and unethical operation. So, this is why I talk so much about bringing value freely at scale. That's the the game. That's the strategy. Take action, sharing intellectual value freely with the consumer, advocating for them. This all connects back to the Founders Mentality book that I talk about and the characteristics of being an advocate for the consumer, an advocate for your frontline worker, an advocate for your employees, your friends, your family... Be an advocate for others, essentially. But especially in business, being an advocate of your frontline worker and your consumer. So once you realize these things, you can start to lean in. The lack of awareness and perspective the consumer has to their time-poor mentality is number one, understanding that. Once you understand that they lack their awareness and perspective to their time-poor mentality, the fact that they're time-poor and they're spending their time doing things they don't enjoy to I mean, doing things they don't enjoy to make money, such as a job, and then trying to spend that money to buy back time to do the things they do enjoy, but they're living so beyond their means in a consumeristic fashion, they're addicted to consumption, that they don't even have the money to do those things, and then in turn, they're just barely scraping by and surviving. Number two, they in turn overpay for services, solutions, and are easily manipulated by sales concepts and businesses. This is due to the fact that they're just operating. Once you understand the concept I said about friction-free living and being addicted to friction-free living, that means speed. So speed is friction-free. Speed is no resistance, just fast. There's no, there's no wind. There's no turbulence. There's no resistance. There's no challenge. There's no difficulties. There's no obstacles. It's just smooth sailing. Straight away, full blast, smooth sailing. Now, if you add in resistance, which is friction, something that causes you to slow down, something that causes you to audit or inspect how you're operating or what you believe, audit and inspect your relationships or anything that is a difficult, challenging hurdle, obstacle, resistance, or friction. That is friction heavy. That is the opposite of friction free. That is slowing down. Speed is friction free. Slowing down is friction heavy. So, at the end of the day, once you understand that, it leads to a consumer that is addicted to speed. They're addicted, their attention span is really small, and they're just operating. They're not necessarily using any perspective, they're not having awareness, and they're not auditing and inspecting and optimizing why they do what they do, how they're doing it, or developing a strategy. Testing, measuring, and developing. They are simply just going, just operating. And they're addicted to speed. So once you realize that this consumer has money, the consumers are being manipulated in twenty twenty. Because once they're time poor and they're living behind they're behind the eight ball financially and time wise and resource wise, then they're just they're just being manipulated. The businesses at the top understand your addiction to speed. This is why you see so many businesses like AT&T, T-Mobile, 5G, 5G, the new smartphone, the new iPhone. They're selling you on time processes and solutions and services. Everything, if you look at it, is, is trying to manipulate that misperception the consumer has of their relationship with time and speed, big time. Most of the ads are always talking about faster gigabytes, faster downloads, faster processor, faster unit, faster, faster, faster. Everything is about selling speed, selling optimization and friction-free operations services and so forth. So once you realize that they're addicted to the comfort and friction-free living, that's that's the whole point about all this. That's where the growth comes. That's where optimization comes is doing the things that you're not comfortable doing and taking on tasks that you're uncomfortable taking on and doing and pursuing friction. Say yes to more difficult things. Say yes to more difficult people, places and things. Say yes to more difficult tasks. Say yes to more difficult objectives. Say yes to more difficult missions. Say yes. Say yes more and no less. Say yes more and no less. That's where you're going to start to say yes to more experiences, more difficult challenges, more difficult people, more difficult everything. And that is where you're going to start to gain perspective and awareness via those experiences and start to develop dot. Like complete, complete, complete different viewpoints, perspectives, and have dialogue about these things that I talk about. So it's all about corporate social responsibility. And that's why I'm challenging other companies out there in Duluth or in wherever you hear or are listening from to do what I talk about. Share value with your consumer. Advocate for your consumer. How are you bringing intellectual value to your consumer? What value are you bringing outside of uh, a service that you're offering and bringing quality on. Yes, quality service is a value, no doubt. And affordable quality services. But outside of that, what intellectual perspective or value or, or insight are you bringing to your consumer on a daily basis? How much are you talking to your consumer? How much are you nourishing that relationship? That per, there, If I give you my money, what are you, outside of the transaction, it shouldn't be just transactional. Outside of the transaction, what are you doing investing in your consumer How are you investing in them? What are you giving them freely outside of the realm of business transactional processes? What are you doing to build that relationship, build them up and advocate for them and bring them some kind of insight perspective or intellectual value? That's the challenge. I challenge places all over. I challenge you, Melanie, at the Wild Duluth to start bringing more value to your consumer on the front end. Bringing more value. This is where you need niche. This is where you understand that this is where the niche markets are met. Once you start to focus on the consumer's wants, needs, and desires, this propels you forward to knowing what the needs and wants of the consumer is. It also propels you forward and closer to them because then you start to realize if they're operating so fast and they're, and they're moving so fast, then I need to be moving as fast if not faster as fast as the consumer which is the fastest their times their 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 attention span is so small that's why you see short form content doing so well today that's why you see stuff like Snapchat Twitter video games LinkedIn Facebook TikTok they're all shorter a lot of them are shorter form platforms not all of them but a lot of them like YouTube's a longer form uh, but Snapchat's a shorter form content TikTok's short form content um Story mode is a short form content. These are the platforms and forms of content that are accelerating and doing well. It's because their attention span as the consumer is super small. They're moving on from one. They're constantly moving one thing to the next. their attention is all over the place. That's because they're moving and operating so fast. Friction free consumers. The consumers are operating in a friction-free space, so you need to be as fast if not faster. That's why speed is so imperative, and I talk so much about it, because once you understand this, you can then advocate for them and build them up and bring them awareness and perspective to their misperception of time and speed and their addiction to friction-free processes, solutions, and services, and then you can... Advocate for them, bring them awareness and perspective to that, and then they can inspect where they're spending their money and audit where they're spending their money, and then they only give it to the companies that are building them up, that are investing in them, that are being authentic, vulnerable, and transparent with them. Because at the end of the day, the majority of businesses out there are not meeting their business social responsibility or their corporate social responsibility. They are simply manipulating the consumer's unhealthy relationship and lacking and their lack of perspective and awareness to their relationship with time and speed. They are manipulating that. They are simply just manipulating the trends and manipulating the consumer. And I realized that when I got into media... And after I did a, ran a moving company, I was like, man, I don't want to just keep manipulating these customers and just trying to convert them into sales, convert them into sales. I want to give them something that I'm proud of and content on. That's why I started this media company. And then I want to offer them and ask them for their support. Instead of selling people, just ask for your support. That's what I do now at Human Media. It's uh, Vay- Vayner Media's concept. It's the concept of jab, jab, ask. Give, 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 Ask. I'm done manipulating the consumer. I'm more focused on advocating for the consumer, bringing you some kind of value freely on a daily consistent basis, a little at a time. And then once I do that, just asking for your support, not pushing or forcing anything, not forced, not manipulated, not sold, Ask for your support. It is that simple. And then, if you don't want to support me, that's the end of the world. I'll move on because there's other people that will. I'm truly spending a lot of my time. I've generated over 80 podcast episodes. I'm doing a lot of this work off the sweat equity of my own self and my back and my own money, my own income out of during different. I mean, I'm minimizing my debt so I can do this. So, if I can do it, other businesses and corporations damn well can too. So, that's why I challenge other companies to be advocates for the consumer and not manipulators of the consumer. In what way are you? manipulating your consumer? In what way are you advocating for your consumer, bringing them value freely outside of the transactional money process of business and consumer and service and paid transactional? Are you bringing value freely and communicating and nourishing that relationship and nourishing that interaction and nourishing that that consumer's attention and value they have brought your business as far as money and as far as reviews and other things. How are you nourishing that? How are you building them up? How are you advocating for them and educating them? Because at the end of the day, it's not all about money. Money is a part of the game, but it's not all about money. It is not. It is not. It's about advocating. It's about educating. It's about bringing value. It's about building people up. It's about understanding that the majority of businesses are not meeting their corporate social responsibility or their business social responsibility. They are simply manipulating the markets and manipulating the consumer and their lack of awareness to their misperception of time and speed and their unhealthy relationship with it, as well as the consumer's time poor mentality that they've over years generated because they live beyond their means. They in turn don't have control of their time, energy, and money, and they don't feel empowered because if you don't have control of your time, energy, and money, you're not accountable and then you're you're in turn powerless, and you're living beyond your means, and you have no control of your money, your time, and energy, because you're spending your time and energy to make money, that you're then spending your money on things you can't afford, living beyond your means in a consumeristic fashion, and then in turn, not content, not happy, and not rested because you're spending your time making money just to get by, to live beyond your means, to not do the things you enjoy or love doing. Instead of reverse engineering it, minimizing your finances As far as obligations, debts, and liabilities, and then investing your resources, time, energy, and money in yourself and investing it and giving it your time, energy, and money to other people that invest in you. Because the businesses that aren't investing in you and they're just looking at you like a transaction, they don't deserve your money. They don't deserve your resources. They don't deserve your time or your energy. So that's that. I'm challenging more companies to be advocates for their consumer and not manipulators Please do. If you get one thing from this podcast, understand when you're spending money and as a consumer in America, Google the consumer's relationship with time and speed and understand this isn't me. This is the Harvard Business School telling you this. I'm just regurgitating what they say. The consumer has a misperception of time and speed in 2020 due to their time poor mentality because they spend their time doing something they don't necessarily enjoy to make money at a job and then trying to spend that money to buy back time to do the things they do enjoy. That leads to unhappiness, unhappiness, lacking of contentment, lacking of uh, awareness and perspective and a healthy awareness and perspective to our t- relationship with time and speed. So at the end of the day, that is the point. Businesses have a responsibility to not just look at consumers as a transaction and as a dollar sign, but actually as a human that they're trying to build up, bring value to and not just manipulate and sell, but simply look at, as an advocate and educator of your consumer in whatever sector you represent or are present in. Once again, at Weirman Media, it is never right. It is never wrong. It is simply our perspective. Hey, Podcast Nation, thanks for tuning in. Your attention is our oxygen. Please like, share, and subscribe for a better chance at being the next loyal brand follower mentioned at the end of our next show. Shout out to at Frankie Russo, CEO and owner of one of the top 50 fastest growing companies in America, 360 IA. I'm incredibly excited to be announcing that we'll be interviewing and having him on the show on December 17th at 1 p.m. Thanks, Frankie, for all your inspirational and amazing work you're doing with 360 IA.